podcast is part of the Podcast Your Scene Network. Visit us at www.podcastyourscene.com. Hey, it's Bill. You're tuned in Three Questions in a Song, the podcast where the title says it all, except it doesn't because I can't keep it to three questions. This is episode number 71. You can hear us on buildascene.com and rudaroo.radio.com. With me tonight is David Hipchin. What's up, David? Hey, Bill. Bill, nice to see you. So here's the thing. I have this official build a scene question for my podcast now, and it's only fitting that you have to answer it um, because you look like him. Um, <laughs> so the question is, who is your Dave Grohl? In other words, what musician do you want to go up on stage with and play one of their originals? Oh, man. Well, um, I think I, I think it would be cool with Dave Grohl. Uh, um, I, I think... It would probably be Jerry Cantrell for me, like to go up and play an Alice in Chains song. I, I think that would be um, that 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 would be definitely a lifelong sort of dream. Um, you know, if uh, I would say either that or maybe um, lately, I've uh, I've been listening to quite a bit of Queens of the Stone Age as well. But uh, I would say it probably has to be Jerry Cantrell. I'd love to go play a song with him. Um. Sorry, <laughs> I have a new setup going on here. There we go. <laughs> um, so that's not an official question. That doesn't count, <laughs> except it is the official question to build a scene. But anyway, that's all right. Um, I will tell you the story behind that off, off the air because it's long. But um, <laughs> let's see. Um, Mexico. What, yes. What's going on there? Yeah. So um, I, I made it down twice this year, um, you know, and, and um, it seems maybe a little counterintuitive, you know, given, uh, you know, the, this sort of uh, COVID times here, but um, it, it worked out that way. And um, I had a lot of help, of course, from some, uh, uh, some, from some friends and uh, from my girlfriend, Veronica there. Um and, uh, you know, it, it was, uh, the way it worked out couldn't have been any better. I mean, it's just been, uh, uh, both times were just amazing trips and I'm planning on, uh, you know, going back as soon as I can. I'm currently waiting on, uh, on passport renewal. And of course the, uh, the government is, is way backed up on that right now. So, um, I th- believe if I read everything you sent me correctly, the song we're going to play tonight was recorded there. Yes. Yes. I and, was there. At the, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. As, and the one that I played on the Pennsylvania rock show last night also recorded there, I believe. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> um, and yeah, so that was the, the end of June I was there. Uh, and um, I, I got to use the studio of a, a, a kind of a friend of a friend and uh you know it worked out they were just uh, i recorded the songs acoustically um one's called monsters that's the one that uh you know that i sent for tonight and um i recorded a song called so long there and um you know all i had with me i was playing solo and really all i had with me was my acoustic guitar um but luckily you know of course at the studio you know there was a bass and uh uh my friend sammy at the studio was very intuitive with what i was doing and and, um, you know, he, he put some percussion and some synth and some things 
that was, um, pardon me, felt, felt very intuitive to the song, uh, to both songs. And, um, so yeah, it was a, uh, uh, it was a really cool experience, you know, getting to, uh, you know, not only my first time, uh, you know, playing somewhere outside of the like tri-state area, you know, I mean, I had been gigging around, uh, you know, West Virginia, Wheeling and, or Youngstown and, and state college in Pittsburgh. And, you know, a, a lot here in the, the tri-state area, but, um, that was my first, uh, out of, out of country experience. international, international. Yes. And, mm-hmm. uh, uh, it was really cool. Really, really cool. Um, I know we, we chatted a while ago on Facebook and I asked you about um, playing live shows there and you were mm-hmm. talking about speaking Spanish while yes. on stage. Um, is that something that that you learned ahead of time or was that an on-the-fly kind of thing? Well, I, I was very lucky in that uh, my, my mother was a Spanish teacher. Um, for she she taught Spanish for many years um, here at Ford City and uh, Armstrong Central, you know, around uh, and even as a substitute. <clears throat> pardon me, when she retired from uh, you know like full time teaching, um, so I had some background there, and um, you know, so I had you know I had a pretty good foundation, and uh, it's another thing that um, you know Veronica has really helped me with a lot, my my, my girlfriend, and uh, so. Uh, yeah, it was a, uh, you know, it's kind of difficult still. I mean, uh, having a, like having a decent grasp on the language is one thing, but like, you know, trying to engage with native speakers is, is very much another thing. And uh, I, I know <laughs> uh, the, the, there's, there, there's, there's definitely been a few laughs had at my expense, but that's, that's all right. You, you do know what the most important question in uh, Spanish is, right? Which one? It's donde está el baño. El baño. See. Si. Si. <laughs> For anyone out there who doesn't know what I just said, I said, where is the bathroom? <laughs> it's important. My Spanish teacher in high school told us that was the most important sentence you had to remember. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, luckily enough, um, oddly enough, even because it was kind of a, you know, I mean, smaller school. I, I never, um, I never had my mom as a, as a teacher in school. Of course, you know, we had it, we would, you know, uh, speak a little bit at home, you know, but, uh, I always wound up having, uh, one of the other teachers for, I, I think I took three, I took three years of Spanish in high school. And, um, I, I had it in eighth grade all the way through when I graduated in college. Very nice. Um, nice. You know, I think that it's, um, you know, especially nowadays, you know, with, with the, you know, all of the digital technologies we have and, you know, having access to, to the pretty much the whole world right in our phones. Now it's, um, I think it's really more important than ever to like, have a, have some kind of grasp on another language. You know, that's, that's something that, that it seems like we fall a little bit short on in, in America in general, but I have to ask you this question and you'll understand. I was at, um, mm-hmm. I was at, um, radioactive event center back in oh. November. Okay. And, um, there were two bands from our area, a band from Michigan, a band from California, like the state of California playing. Mm-hmm. And, um, the band from Michigan had hired me through first angel media to come take pictures. And I got there and they were eating Vocelli pizza and they were so excited about Vocelli's pizza. 
<laughs> and I said to them, I was like, listen, there are so many mom and pop places around here. Mm-hmm. I was like, Mel's is right up the road. I was like, you, I can't believe that they got you Vocelli's. And um, so the question that comes out of that story is, what is the best pizza you've ever had because you were a musician? Huh. <laughs> so like pizza, maybe that we had at a gig or something like that. Yeah. Um. Oh man, I wish I could remember the name of the place. Um, there was a place in in Swissvale. Um, I actually did it. I I played at the uh, the St. Vincent de Paul store in Swissvale a couple years ago. They um, you know they they were doing a thing. At, uh, the Pittsburgh Diocese uh, was doing a thing where they were. Um, having some, some people just play live, like, you know, solo or duo acoustic stuff in some of the St. Vincent de Paul stores throughout the, you know, Pittsburgh area. And, um, I, I wound up getting a, uh, you know, I, I played one evening for a couple hours at, at the St. Vincent de Paul store and, um, just a few doors down from that, uh, in Swissville there, there was a, <clears throat> pardon me, there was a little pizza place and, and, uh, I have to say it was really, really good. All right, so we're going to argue with Neil Donnelly here for a moment. Uh, he says, no one out pizzas the hut. <laughs> and uh, I'm sorry, Neil. Neil. <laughs> That's long, Neil, no. long time no see. I, I hope you're doing well, my friend. I haven't seen you. I haven't talked to him for a while. I am um, trying to think last time. Last time I saw him was at a Nine Stitch Method CD release probably four years ago in person mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been a while and what really kills me about him calling pizza hut is he's constantly cooking and talking about becoming a chef and uh, pizza hut <laughs> yeah. uh, um so i i know that you you kind of slid in to my dms and showed me a picture saying i'm practicing with my new band Ah, uh, yes, yes. And I didn't ask you about it because I specifically wanted to ask you about it here. Um, yeah. So who, what, when, how? <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I mean, um, unfortunately, like a lot of bands, you know, over the, the, the first, uh, you know, a few months or year of, of COVID, um, you know, Tilted Shadows wound up sort of, um, you know, sort of dissipating and... Uh, I don't know that it's really necessarily done, you know, done f- permanently, but um, we all kind of wound up going our separate ways for a while. And um, I was doing some solo things and, and um, this opportunity to play with a good friend of mine, um, the Toyota Shadows, had, you know, we had done some gigs with his band. And um, so my friend, Chris, pardon me. Uh, you know, my, my friend Chris Kincaid from uh, Garage Space, he's, he had a band called Garage Space. And uh, Tilted Shadows and Garage Space had done a few shows together. And, um, you know, we we got to talking and hanging out a little bit and playing. And uh, we thought, man, this is kind of cool. It's, you know, it's a little different. Um, it's definitely a departure from each of our other bands in, in the style of what we're doing. Um as as of right now, uh, we are we are calling ourselves <clears throat> Neon Witch Parade, and uh, uh, it's a little bit 
has sort of a psychedelic blues sound, like a, um, you know, kind of like Procol Harum, uh, maybe a little bit of Doors, uh, maybe a little bit of even, but there's a fusion there, you know, there's a little bit of like some blues maybe here and there, um, maybe even some like desert rock, stoner rock, grungy kind of stuff, you know, like a, uh, like a Caius or Queens of the Stone Age or something. Uh, and there's even a little bit, honestly, I mean, I feel like there's a little bit of pop savvy in, in, in some of the songs, you know, um, or like we, we kind of make the, um, the music sort of sounds that way, but the lyrics are maybe a little bit darker, you know? Um, so anyways, yeah. Um, it's, it's, we were just in the studio. We were in the studio this past weekend at, um, up at shed sounds, uh, right outside of Clarion PA, uh, Caleb Harmon there does a great job. It was really, really, um, it was a cool experience this weekend. We, we, we worked on, uh, we worked on a few songs, um, basically enough for maybe like a little EP to start with. Um, and, uh, it was really a fun weekend. You know, we hadn't spent, uh, we hadn't really spent the whole, that much time together. You know, we, we've been practicing every week. Um, we, it took us a little while. Chris and I have been sort of working on a few of these songs for, 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 I don't know, almost a year now. And, um, it kind of took, uh, it took a while to get some some consistent members, you know. Uh, we, we had a little bit of, you know, a couple of different people on drums, a couple of different people on bass. Um, and this this unit that we have right now, we have, we have a really nice chemistry. We have a nice groove together. Uh, so it's cool. It's really cool. We're just kind of, it's like we create something, you know, every week we, you know, we typically rehearse on like Monday nights. And of course we have a few things in mind, you know, like we want to work on this song, this song, this song that we know are kind of our stronger ones that we've been putting together. Uh, and almost inevitably, like we'll just jam on something else and like we have another song, you know? <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's, it's really cool. Um, right now on drums, we have Ben Graham, who was also in garage space with my friend, Chris. And, um, we have, we have, uh, our friend Jake is on bass and we have, uh, Morgan singing with us. And of course myself, uh, I'm, I'm playing the guitar and singing and, um, you know, we all, the songs are a lot of it's sort of, um, co-written, which is also a bit of a departure for me. Cause I, I was the, you know, pretty much the main writer. Uh, I was the main writer, I guess, for Tilted Shadows and, <clears throat> and of course for, you know, my, my own solo things. Um, so it's definitely a little departure from, from what we're, you know, any of us had, were doing previously. Um, I do have garage space music that I play on build the scene. And oh, excellent. Rock excellent. Shows, so. um, uh, what, you know what, Let, let's, let's talk about the song and we'll come back and, and uh, do a couple more questions. Um, so the song monsters, Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you've been through this portion of my podcast before. Tell tell me a story. <laughs> okay, so you know the song was um, you know a lot of things changed, um, you know over this past over you know the you know, twenty twenty one. I, I wrote the song last year, and like I said, it was required recorded it in the, at the end of June. Um, and uh, you know, monsters is is kind of a um, you know, sort of about just some of the things, um, 
you know, I, I've had some struggles with depression and some, some, some other things. And, and uh, you know, Monsters was sort of, um, you know, just kind of a, like most of my songs, kind of, kind of a catharsis, you know, um, that, that's, that's what, um, you know, typically I write from some sort of life experience or, or, you know, some sort of feeling or something that, that, that I'm going through that, um, you know, maybe I have trouble communicating otherwise. Uh, and so, uh, you know, that's where songwriting comes in a lot for me is, is sort of, uh, you know, Sort of a sort of a catharsis. Um, I do want to note before we listen to the song that I am on episode six hundred and one of the Pennsylvania Rock Show. This is episode mm-hmm. seventy one of this show, and there's been some other podcasts, and um, there were two hundred and eighty eight Pennsylvania Rock shows that happened in this room. And uh, you are one of the people that have performed on one of those 288. Oh, nice. So, was, was that back when I was there with Bruce? Uh, you came with Bruce. You came with Chris one time. Oh, yes. That's um, right. I did, too. Um, and I think you hung out a couple times where you didn't play, too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think I, I think I was kind of hanging around a couple of times. So, um. <clears throat> so this isn't a um, normal show where I'm speaking with someone that I – I haven't interacted with, seen you play live. I have no idea how many times at this point. Oh, yeah. I, so. I, I would say a few. <laughs> um, what is Neil saying? Neil made it to 19 episodes, he says. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I've been on all of them. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, all right. So we're going to take a moment and listen to Monsters by David Hipchin. And we'll be right back. To the left of the murder, the sun sets on a place that time forgets. As the sun goes down, the shadows grow. Looks like lost souls down below. All alone, I sink too low. But I think it's the monsters in my head, always watching. Just the monsters in my head Always watching to see Just the monsters in my head On and on the Thoughts they drone Heavy's a head that thinks alone Day and night roll into one But I think It's the monsters in my head 
was Monsters by David Hipchin, who is hanging out with me tonight on episode number 71 of Three Questions in a Song. Um, I hope you guys liked it. I had um, John Ferris from State of Mind ask you a question. I, I mentioned a, a homework assignment earlier um, that I that Jesse did in the last episode, and, and your assignment was to go check out David Hipchin. Um, and you mentioned you weren't sure where he was from because Spanish and English. Yeah. But, uh, That's he's pretty act- cool, though. That's actually, actually very cool. Yeah, he's uh, actually think- he's been I'm in sorry. this room and played live, so he's not that far from me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's cool that he has the, his posts in Spanish and English. That's because we've been played on a couple of Spanish radio stations in Mexico City, and uh, it just seems like I mean that's really good. I, I was impressed with that. Uh, that one song I was listening to, Little Spaces. It's got a very familiar, warm sound to it. I like the uh, tone of his vocals, and he, he kind of gets into the uh, – it's almost a grungy kind of sound on some of his vocals, but it fits with the emotional content of what he's writing. Uh, my question to him was, uh, what point in your life did you decide that you wanted to play music, and what led you to write what you write? Because I was noticing, you know, the – your song Little Spaces, it, it had a positive twist on it, an uplifting kind of, you know, you were fine, just give you some little space. You just need a little space, just a little space, you know, just, I'm going to poke you in your eye, just give me a little space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, well, um, I knew I wanted to play music at, at, at a very early age. Um, you know, I, I, I remember as far back as, you know, ha- having – you know, of course not, uh, having memories of like being very, very little and like, you know, being in the bathtub, like being a little kid in the bathtub, like singing along with my mom's records and stuff, you know, um, I just always, music has just always been, uh, you know, something that I was drawn to. And, um, you know, I didn't really get, um, for, for, for a multitude of reasons, um, I didn't get that serious about it too. I was kind of a late bloomer in terms of like actually performing it, you know, um, and, and putting myself out there and writing, uh, and, and performing originals. Um, I was even a little bit of a late bloomer in terms of, uh, putting myself out there and playing in cover bands and things. And, but at, at any rate, um, so what, what, what leads me to write what I write? Um, like I was saying earlier, 
you know, writing for me is sort of um, sort of a way to communicate a lot of things that, that I struggle with, you know, to to communicate otherwise. Uh, uh, socially, um, uh, I tend to be kind of quiet socially. You know, I mean, you've you've seen me around lots of times. If um, if I'm not on stage, like singing and playing, uh, chances are I'm sort of like lurking in the background somewhere. And, uh, you know. Uh, maybe having a beer or something, but uh, uh, why, I, you know, why do, why do you think I have a camera in my hand when I'm in shows? <laughs> believe you alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, a lot of it is, um, you know, like I write from a lot of of life experience. You know, I, I've been, I'm not that good at like writing. Um, you know, some people are good at like writing these sort of like story songs. You know, that are. Uh, you know, almost, um, you know, almost like a short story or, or something like that, you know, that you would read. Um, uh, but I, I've never been that, I, I'm way better at writing from, uh, you know, from life experience or from, you know, some sort of internal place. Um, yeah. I, um, I kind of smiled when you said about writing short stories, I interviewed, um, Chris from, um, oh, why am I blanking on the band's name now? Leprosy. Oh. Band that's been together like 33 years in Pittsburgh. Nice. Um, core nice. metal. Yes. And yes. Um, when I asked him about his song, he, when he, he went on and told me this whole story with background information and, and how all the songs link together and, <laughs> and it's all horror gore. And I was like, have you ever written a script? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it was. Yeah. Yeah, and some people write great songs that way, you know. Um, I, I just seem to do better from uh, um, a little bit more internalized, uh, you know, standpoint, I guess. But you know, that, that's 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 the cool thing about uh, you know songwriting or, and or art in general. You know, is we uh, it can be from you know everybody gets it from somewhere different inside them, or you know approaches it a little bit differently. But, uh, are you familiar with with Charlie Doyle? I'm not. All right, so he is um, a huge metal fan. Um, he runs a website, and I'm going to mess it up. It's aut- activeandautistic.com, I believe, or it might be oh, reversed. Um, and he is doing a show in April, I believe, at the Subalpine, where he's going to be raising money for um, – oh, um, Oh, I can't think of the name of it. it. It's a group that raises money for autistic children okay. that, that are musicians. Mm-hmm. And right. um, they they do um, open mics for them, um, wow. things like that. It, it's oh, April 30th at Subalpine. Oh, that's um, really cool. It's, man, I can't. It's something Pittsburgh. Why can't I remember it? John Vento and thank you, Car- Charlie. Band Together Pittsburgh. It's Band, Band Together. together. PGH.org. Um, it's John Vento and Moondog Esser. Oh yes, yes. That founded it. You know, I, I was—I I thought that that was something that they had had a part in, and I couldn't think of the name of it. Uh, you know, Ron. I know. Um, I don't. I don't know John personally. Um, <laughs> John. Uh, John has a full-size stage at his backyard. I, I've, you know, <laughs> I've, of course, I've seen him around. You know, at, at a lot of things, but, uh, but Ronnie, I have met a few times, and and, and uh, you know, I. I I, I like him a good. I like him a lot. He does a lot of uh, a lot of things in the scene. A lot of uh, 
you know, uh, one of my favorite, um, my favorite open mic uh, that, that I go to have been going to for several years is uh, Wednesday night at the Starlight Cafe in Bloodlocks, which is, uh, which is uh, where, uh, where he sells pierogies. <laughs> yes, yes, that's where he sells his pierogies. And, uh, you know, it's like two doors down from uh, Moondogs there. And, um, yeah, I mean, he's, uh, you know, he's, he's been, he's been, you know, part of, of the scene and the blues festival and the band together Pittsburgh and all these things for, mm-hmm. for, for a long time. So. I, um, I went to the blues festival this past summer. Um, I didn't stay long, but I, I, I hung out for a little bit. Um, very, the, the two of them are both very, very deep in the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, John actually owns, um, Steamworks Creative, mm-hmm. which is okay. a little I've, I've 50 played there. Yeah. Yeah, I've played there a couple times. And uh, in fact, I even went to um, a few years back, I was sort of dabbling in, um, in doing some voiceover work. And uh, a couple, I had taken a couple workshops um, that were uh, hosted at his studio there. Uh, it's Corbury Wood, I believe. Yeah, Corbury Cor- uh, Cor- Wood. Corbury Wood, yes. Yeah. And, um, you know, one of the, the, the women giving the class was a, um, she's a, was a professor from Point Park, but she was, you know, the classes were, the workshops were, were at Corbright Wood there. And, um, it was a really cool place. Um, Corbright Wood Stock is a show he puts on. I'm assuming that it was the same place, old, um, colonial building, mm, like yes. house on a form. Yeah. Yes. That's, yep. Kind yep. of out in the sticks a bit. Yeah. There. yeah. That's his house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, if you go out back, there's literally a full-size stage that they hold the Corbury Woodstock on. Um, it's really cool. There's um, He has flowers that were once in George Washington's um, flower garden in his, oh, wow. in his yard, that, which is pretty I, cool. That I did not realize. That's pretty cool. They're over by the pool if it's still there. <laughs> um, so I gave you a homework assignment to check out Robin and Bob. Yes. And I've come up with a question for them. They are next episode's guests. Um, what would you like to ask them? I'd like to ask them who their main, who were their biggest uh, songwriting influences? Um, you know, sometimes I, I know for me, sometimes like uh, my influences for one thing are maybe something different than, than another aspect of, of what, you know, maybe my, my guitar playing influence is a little different than, than a writer who influenced me. So I, I want to know who they're writing, who their songwriting influences are. Cool. So now your next assignment is you have to listen to the next episode so you can hear their answer. This is sweet. Sweet. I, I've unofficially named this the, um, uh, now I'm completely blank. You know, when chain letter, it's the chain letter podcast. Ah, nice. You have to send it on, and and, <laughs> and um, there's that interaction. <laughs> yeah, that's um, nice. That's nice. You um you are actually probably familiar with whose fault that is. <laughs> <laughs> um, Doug Carnahan had the idea of inter- bands, um, musicians interviewing each other, um, and we yeah. never got it together. But then when I started this podcast, I'm like, I'm gonna kind of use that idea. Um, that's also why the build the scene logo has that microphone it has because mm-hmm. it looks like the mic that Doug uses on stage. Oh, very nice. So it's a little ode to Doug because he gave me the idea. <laughs> very nice. Good idea. Um, so where, where can the listeners find you online, find your music, find out where you're playing? 
so um you know uh, another thing that sort of happened over um you know the the first year of covid was uh um you know i kind of had to to uh let some things go and 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 you know i'm sort of starting to reset now um uh, you know um uh, I, I had a website and some things and i kind of had to let that stuff go for a little bit just because i you know i wasn't gigging i wasn't um you know i, I wasn't uh you know making uh you know, make, making the same sort of money that I was before from, from gigs to sort of help out with things. Um, and so uh, I want to, I'm, I'm going to get some things started now. I, you know, I want to put up a new YouTube. I want to put up a new website. I've been um, kind of using this time to focus on writing a lot and get some things ready. I, I have some songs, a good few songs already, um, but I wanted to get a few more. And I've been writing with my new band and stuff. Um, so uh, right now, um, you know, I've been trying to, to be a little bit more active on, <clears throat> excuse me, it's really dry tonight from the uh, the, the weather right now. Is, uh, the heater is just like constantly blowing. <laughs> That's because it's like 10 degrees in the morning and That's right. 25 during the day. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I just took my air conditioners out of the windows last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, right now I'm kind of trying to, um, you know, I, I want to be, uh, of course I do still have my, my, uh, the Facebook page, you know, David Hipchin music and, uh, my personal Facebook page, um, and my Instagram, but, um, you know, I, I want to put and my old, you know, from Toad and Shadows, of course, those things are all still available on, you know, iTunes and Apple Music and Amazon and Spotify and all of those places. Um, and I want to get that set up for, for my solo work here and hopefully for um, Neon Witch Parade as well um, in, in, in the near future. Um, it's just kind of, uh, you know, like I said, I, I wanted to take some time and, and, you know, a lot of things, you know, I had some personal uh you know, some personal things also that, that, that happened over the last year that, uh, you know, things, everything just sort of took a little bit longer than, than what I thought it would. You know, I was, uh, I had planned on already having a, a solo album out. My, I, I wanted to, I've been dreaming up my first solo album now for a while, um, which I thought would be out by now. And it's nowhere close to that, but, uh, you know, I am working with, you know, I, I have some things in the works and working with my new band. Um, so certainly I'll be, uh, I will soon be putting those things out, you know, having a new Spotify and, and YouTube and, and, you know, some things, you know, some new singles to put out. And, um, so they should go to the Facebook page and then once you have everything updated, it'll, it'll end yes. up on there, right? Yes. Yep. Um, <clears throat> I don't usually do this. I'm going to do something weird because Primate did this to me last night. Um, do you have a question for me? Do I have a question for you? Yeah. Okay. This is scary. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I could probably think of a few. So how many off the top of your head, if you had to guess in the last 10 years, how many shows you've been to? Oh, um, I bet it's lower than you think. Um, really? Yeah. Well, keep in mind, I have a 13-year-old and two 11-year-olds. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, you, still go, you still manage to show up at quite a few. But. 
Um, for a long time, um, Kelly and I used to go out almost every weekend, as you know. Um, we followed Cage around. We found Doppler effect after the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, step eleven. Um, just you know, we were we were everywhere. Um, and then once the kids showed up, that kind of tailed off. And then once we had a twenty-six month old and newborn twins, it really tailed <laughs> off. Um, so for a while, a good while. I basically the only shows I was going to were out in Island, um, or um, maybe if there was something at the Leechburg Moose that I could walk to and, and come back fairly sure, quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, hey, that's understandable, but, you know. But now that they're thirteen and eleven, I have a, a little more leeway, and um, I've been doing the photography thing. So um, recently, I've been to a lot more shows, um, even with the pandemic. Um, um, let's see. Uh, Frank Vieira was the, are you familiar with him? I'm, I'm not. It's so not a show that I thought I would ever went to. Um, John, I was supposed to shoot, um, do a photo shoot for them. And, um, he was, uh, doing a show at Tequila Cowboy February, right before the pandemic, everything shut down. Mm. And um, she got food poisoning. Oh. And all the other photographers for First Angel Media weren't available. Uh, so that was my first ever paid photography gig. Oh, nice. Um, and I went out in the panic the day of. Um, had a blast. He's country. Um, okay. But, um, he does kind of walk that southern rock line at times. In fact, he played some Skinnerd. Oh. Um, and I was hooked. So... I've nice. been doing the photography thing ever since. Um, I've been crash a couple of crash army shows, um, Neo STEM. Um, uh, today, really <laughs> Saturday, I'll be at um, it's Neo STEM Parable and the Molecule Party. Oh man, this could be a great show. Um, I have done. Um, wow. They're going to be so mad that I can't remember. <laughs> um, wow. Well, I did Royal Honey CD release. I did oh, wow. some photography at, um, which got the Borstal Boys, Royal Honey, um, the Cheats. It's not my first time seeing a whole Cheats set. Excellent. I've seen them. Excellent. They are, they're a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, um, I saw them one time at the Hyde Park, um, Hyde Park Tavern. But only for a little while because um, Fred Almer showed up mm-hmm. after he had moved to Florida. He's like, hey, let's go to the moose. And I went yeah. to the moose. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, wow. I mean, I guess just there I listed a whole bunch. Um, <laughs> That's quite know. a few. Um, wow. I'm probably one of the few people that is this into music that has been to more unsigned shows than than major shows Ooh. um but i mean i don't get me wrong I, i've been to some major shows I and mean, kiss motley crew mm-hmm. aerosmith um wow wow um aaron aaron lewis yes aaron lewis i saw him <laughs> with um he was with hurt mm-hmm 
and um, three days grace. I think it was. I always get them in three doors down mixed up, and they're not really even the same genre. But they have, they both have three in their name. Um, and a band called People on Airplanes, who I one hundred percent wish would have stayed on their airplane. Um, <laughs> that was at uh, X Fest. Oh, wow. um, in the early, probably like 2006. And uh, I ran into Steve and Matt there. Um, but nice. they, they were not supposed to be on the bill. Another band was, and that band's lead singer fell off the stage, broke his leg. Oh. So these guys filled in and the classy Pittsburgh fans that we have were throwing lemons at them. Oh, that's rough. Um, I just tell everyone how bad they were. <laughs> So they were actually that bad? Oh, they were bad. <laughs> um, someone thought they were good, apparently. Um, I, and they're from the United Kingdom. Oh, so, I mean, right. they had to travel here. But hmm. not my thing. rest of the show was great. <laughs> <laughs> First time seeing Hurt. Loved them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, wow, that's... Man. I don't know that I can't put a number on it after saying, well, you know, it hasn't really been uh, that many. But, <laughs> I guess it has been. Oh, I, I photographed um, Right Turn Clyde at Steamworks. Um, and I did the, uh, I went and took a couple photos at the um, Blues Festival. Um, yeah. Steamworks is a cool little place. I, I've, I've played there a couple of times. And that's uh, um, another place that had kind of a cool, uh, you know, open mic thing. I, I, I was uh, I was at open mic there once or twice, you know, prior to COVID. Um it's a, it's a it's a nice you know it's it's a good listening room you know most a lot of places a lot of places that you play you know in, in this region um you know sometimes it's, especially if you're in acoustic if you're doing solo acoustic things um you know a lot of times you wind up almost being background music and uh you know but like that's that that's that's the kind of place where uh you know people are like actually sitting there listening to you well you know, there's signs on the wall that tell you not to talk mm. <laughs> Yeah. Um, the, do you know the story behind that place? I don't know the whole story behind it. No. So John's son um, was running a vape shop out of that building and they had a okay. lease and it just didn't quite work out. So they had this lease in this building and weren't really doing anything with it. And they turned it into steam labs or oh. steam works. Very nice. Yeah. It's a nice place. The sound's always good in there. Um, a, a friend of mine, Larry Demas, um well he he did i know he was doing sound in there for the open mics and things and um he he had asked me to be the um you know i was like the the featured uh act at, at open mic there at one time and um and uh you know he did a lot of uh he, he's been pretty active there playing there and helping out with sound and things like that and uh, uh he, he's also a, a fellow songwriter from the pittsburgh area um and uh so yeah shout out to, to to larry and to steamworks it's a cool room i um the night i was there the light lighting guy let me tell him where i wanted what light and what color and it he was like let me know what you need so i did <laughs> uh the photo that just appeared above me the guitarist that was taken at steamworks and then uh rocky who's above your chest that was taken at um at the Royal Honey CD release, which was at Thunderbird Cafe. 
which yeah. is another amazing venue in Pittsburgh. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. And that's another one that, um, you know, it has that cool little, um, like that little sort of mini stage at the end of the, in the, in the front room there kind of at the end mm-hmm. of the bar. And, and then, of course, it has the, the, the big room. The, the back uh, cave. The, yes. <laughs> um, but that's, yeah, that's the best a, way I can describe that. That's, it's a cool place. You know, we, we did a... Um, I went to an. I used to go to a, lot, uh, to, to a lot of open mics, and um, there was a cool Sunday open mic that they were doing at Thunderbird for a little while. That um, you know you could, you could get like, like uh, brunch and and a beer, whatever you know. I mean, coffee, whatever you wanted. Have, have something to you know. Have, have brunch and and some live acoustic music. You know, it was pretty cool. I am. Um, that was the with the photography thing. I'm going to a lot of venues for the first time for me. Because you know, there's bridges and Pittsburghers don't cross bridges, mm-hmm. and and uh, now that people are saying, "Hey, come take photos," you know, like that was my first time at Thunderbird. Um, I oh, I did um seven oh seven gun. Oh man, it's a metal band. I, I'm 100 percent screwed that one up. Mm-hmm. Seven sin no seven metal I, man I oh, can see you know what now it's on the tip of my tongue too <laughs> I can't I can't think what it is I'm gonna cheat I'm oh. gonna go look <laughs> oh man that's gonna bother um, me now till we <laughs> no it isn't I'm going to Facebook and getting it <laughs> seven I know it has gun in it seven fatal guns ah I think nice. that's it. Yep, that's them. Seven Fatal Guns. I um, that was my first time at. Oh man, my brain is fried tonight. Um, fairly big venue in the Pittsburgh area. Everybody plays it. Um, <laughs> why can't I think of the name of it? Um, Mr. Smalls. No, no, it's or... not in the city. It's um, man. It's like on the same level as Jurgles, and I can't think of it. The, um, oh, dang it. Now that you put it that way, I'm like, um, man. We're both blank on. I'm scrolling through to see if they're playing another show there. <laughs> man, why can't I? Something house barn, barn grill. Um, craft house. It's craft house. Craft house. That's right. It's down in the <laughs> South Hills. I can't believe it took me that long to pull that out of my head. Uh, um, now that you mention it, I'm like, I, I, I did a, um, and I couldn't think of it. When okay. you said it was sort of like in the same vein as Jurgles, I knew what you were talking about. I, I, I should have just been asked Charlie again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was part of a, um, I played a show there once, a uh, solo acoustic set as part of like a, a songwriter showcase kind of thing. Uh, at craft house one time another really really cool venue yeah um, i am um, i walked in and the uh, guy running sound knew who i was it was the weirdest thing ever i mm. hardly like i'm not used to being being recognized and um he actually his name's larry i'm gonna mess up his last name dog um he is in modern fossils okay. and um and he has solo music out too nice. and um like I literally opened the door and he was coming out as I was going in and I was like, and he's like, Bill. And I'm like, okay, I know he looks familiar, <laughs> mm-hmm. 
but I didn't expect to know anybody. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's uh, we're lucky that we have a few pretty cool venues still. You know, I mean, that's uh, um, you know, venues, music venues uh, in particular have just been uh, decimated. You know, over the last year and a half here. Um, that's um. There's in New Ken, um, preserving the underground. Have you been to that one yet? I haven't been to that one yet. No. That, that one is on my list. It is, um, it's a record store upstairs, and then there's a 300 person venue in the basement, stage and lighting and everything down there. Really? And, um, I want to say it's you can like if you want to do your own event, I think it's you can rent it for three hundred dollars, and then um, Dresky um, books it. Nice. Very um, nice. I'll have to check that place out. Charlie's throwing out get hip records too. <laughs> um you know, a cool place that was um I think they moved since since I had played there, but there was a record store on the north side called the Government Center. Um the north side in Pittsburgh that was had had, had been hosting live music as well. And um I did a uh, another solo at, you know, I was part of like a multi uh songwriter show there one night. That was uh, that was really cool. I thought those, those record store kind of shows. I I always thought were pretty cool. I right, so I have one more thing for you to tell us about um, the song the songwriting circle that you're involved in in Pittsburgh. Oh uh, yes, yes. Um, you can just give us a little bit of insight on on what that is and and how to well, get involved with it. Yeah, well, they um, the first Wednesday of every month they've been. Um, They've been meeting at the Starlight in in Blonox there, um, and basically, you know, it's called the Pittsburgh Songwriter Circle, and uh, I got involved with it here um, probably about five years ago at this point. Um, they used to have their meetings at the Bloomfield Bridge Tavern, which was another one of my favorite old stops. Uh, you know, when I was going to some shows and, and open mics in the in the city. Um, they had a, there was a good open mic at, at Bloomfield Bridge Tavern on Tuesday nights. And, uh, and then they, uh, it was once a month, you know, before open mic was the songwriter circle meeting there. And, um, you know, basically, uh, it was because I was at, I had gone there for open mic and not realizing that it even was the, um, you know, songwriters group night. And, uh, you know, a gentleman, uh, you know, a guy from the songwriters group named John Hayes, who's, um, sort of, you know, runs the group, uh, you know, was like, hey, you know, you should really check out. They, you know, they were very inviting. They were like, hey, you should really come check out our, our you know, uh, he heard, heard me playing originals and was like, man, you really need to check out our songwriters group. And, you know, we we, we have, uh, you know, the first Tuesday of every month or whatever, you know, we, we meet before open mic here. And um, it's really a cool, you know, they, they do, they have different sort of songwriting challenges and things like each month, you know, uh, maybe one month it'll be like, hey, um, you know, this month for the meeting, uh, we want you to write a song that starts with the chorus instead of a verse, you know, or, um, you know, have some specifically themed, you know, uh, you know, or, or, or maybe just write something that's out of your wheelhouse a little bit, you know, something like that. But there's a lot of sort of songwriting challenges and, um, you know, a lot of times then at the, at the meetings, um, you know, of course, that's another thing that, that suffered over COVID time here so far, but the meetings have been, 
uh, over the last couple of months really picking up again. Um, you know, where a lot of people show up and, and, you know, everybody sort of gets a turn to play their song and, and, uh, you know, you, you really get to share a lot of things. Um, you know, you get to, you get a lot of insight into different approaches to the process, you know, the creative process and, um, a lot of different, um, streams of consciousness, you know, uh, when, when it comes to how different songwriters like, like to, to create their art, you know? And, um, so the, yeah, they do, um, they, they, and then, you know, they, they do a compilation album, uh, annually. And so this would be, I want to say the fourth, this would be the fourth song I've had on, uh, on one of the songwriters compilations. And, uh, um, we had been doing, uh, album or like CD release shows at the, um, at the root cellar at the center for the arts in Oakland. Um, and of course that's another thing that, that we weren't able to do last year. Um, and, and um, to my knowledge, I don't think they're doing one this year either, but, um, uh, it's a cool thing though. You know, the CD has a, um, there's, there's such a, a wide variety of styles, you know, I mean, there's, there, there are everything from, you know, uh, you know, there, there's a wide age range of songwriters that contribute. And so there's a, there's a wide, you know, there, there's, uh, there's definitely a, a lot of variety in, 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 uh, you know, lyrical style, musical style, um, you know, just all kinds of, uh, I, I imagine that there are some collaborations that come out of that too. Oh yes. Yeah, definitely some collaborations. Um, and really it's some, a lot of friendships as well. You know I mean? Uh, uh, you know, a lot of these people that I met there, um, you know, fellow songwriters, you know, I've wound up, uh, you know, either being friends or, or at least, uh, you know, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty fond acquaintances, you know, like we'll see each other at other open mics and things now. And, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk and we'll bounce songs off each other and, and things like that. And, it's uh yeah it's a cool group they're very welcoming you know um someone like me who is so like a little socially uh backwards sometimes you know um you know they 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 made you know they make you feel pretty comfortable and they're very welcoming and very uh uh you know very supportive when everybody puts their thing out there see i told you it was not going to be three questions <laughs> um it's been a good talk though yeah, I have this all the time, um, or I wouldn't be almost 700 episodes into the, all of them. Um, yeah. <laughs> actually, probably, if you count all the shows I've been on, like as a guest, and the uh, couple of podcasts that just didn't work out, I probably am over 700. <laughs> probably. Um, but, hey, I, I want to thank you for hanging out with me on episode 71. Thanks for having me, man. It's uh, it's nice to see you. You as well. Hopefully sometime soon in, in person. Yes. Um, uh, I'm currently, I guess, well, I'll tell you that off the air. Um, anyway, this has been episode 71 of three questions in a song. You can check us out on the first and 15th of each month. Um, I am looking, there it is. There's <clears throat> Todd cheat right there. <laughs> Uh, and the Pennsylvania Rock Show is every Friday. And then Friendly Fire is supposed to be the second Saturday of each month. But that one has become more fluid. So 
You just have to watch for announcements on that show. And as always, you can go to buildthescene.com slash radio um, and request music that you've heard here. And um, if you know some bands that should be on that playlist, let me know as well. You can send me an email at bill at buildthescene.com. Uh, don't forget to go check David out on Facebook, facebook.com slash Hipchin Music. And uh, we will see you on the first. And look at the calendar. That's how the that's how this day is going. Um, I will catch you next time. Thank you for tuning in, everybody, and uh, ha- have a great 2022. And uh, hopefully, we will uh, we'll be seeing you at some live shows. This episode of Three Questions of Song has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be introduced to more unsigned music from around the globe. Don't forget to rate and review the show, and we'll see you on the next episode.